The Holy Gospel, according to Matthew, the third chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of God has come near. This is the one of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, The voice of one cries out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all of Judea were going out to him in all of the region along the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestors. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Now, even now, the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Thank you. Would you all please pray with me? God of peace, grant us the space to breathe and the time to rest. God of joy, grant us your presence here in this place. God of hope, grant us the wisdom to know that you have come near. God of love, guide us to welcome one another, just as you have welcomed us. Amen. Now we once again find ourselves in this season of Advent, and it is filled with anticipation, a sense of unknowing, and a period of waiting. Although, to be honest with you, I think I've done enough waiting already. Advent is kind of weird, and that we know that wherever two or three are present, there Christ is as well. Yet we celebrate this time before Christmas, paying close attention to that waiting period, to the preparing, to the not-quite-here-yet part of life. We know that God is among us, and yet we place our hope in our God to come again. In the season of Advent, we re-remember that the kingdom has come near. Last week, we have heard this from Jesus' last sermon in Matthew, and today we hear it again from John. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Repent. Keep awake. Be ready. The season of Advent is in the space to intentionally re-remember who we are as Christians why we gather in this space together, and to whom we belong. 
can keep us in the, to help us keep our lives in a constant state of readiness for the encounter with God in the future and today in the present through the people that surround us. This state of readiness is how we ought to enter the gospel text today as we pause to take notice of this man who is baptizing people in the river. We begin to journey towards him, to hear what he has to say. And when we arrive, we almost don't even see him. Dressed in camel's hair and a leather belt, eating locusts and honey, this man blends right into the wilderness, making one wonder if this message is coming from the wilderness itself. Repent, for the kingdom of God has come near. These words have many times been heard as a condemnation or a voice of judgment, like we do to the words that follow, that's pointed directed at the Pharisees and the Sadducees. <coughs> but as I was preparing for today, I opened up the First Nations version of the New Testament. This translation was uh, compiled by a community of different indigenous cultures around the United States, and they translated it to frame the language in a way that is aligns with the style of storytelling that their cultures still hold to today. And in it, I was struck with the way they framed this line from John. Instead of feeling condemned, repent, they instead write, it's time to return to the right way of thinking. The Creator's good road from above has come close. It is time to begin walking it. time to begin walking the good road from above. It's time to return to the right way of thinking. Come out of the wilderness, John the baptizer proclaims, in a message that invites rather than condemns. Invites us to return to what God has already given us today. It's an invitation back into community. John isn't condemning people for what they have done or how they have lived, but is inviting them to a new road. To wake up and to be ready for the arrival of God. To be in a constant state of readiness for the one that's coming after him. John the Baptist shouts, repent, not because judgment is coming, but because God is near. And when God comes close, so does God's love, God's grace, God's embrace. When John calls us to repentance, he's calling us not to be passively ready for a single event in the future, but to be continuously taking action. Professor Stanley Saunders writes that repentance is the perpetual state of readiness to challenge our commonplaces and the myths by which we live so that we can change the world that takes practices of alienation and violence for granted. Repentance is the perpetual state of readiness to challenge our assumptions and our stereotypes. It's the perpetual action of challenging our own lives, which results in a changed way of thinking. It results in the returning to the right way of thinking and reminds us of our call and our vocation as Christians. We are called to be ready. To be in a constant state of readiness for God's arrival. 
And to do that is to repent, to always be ready to challenge the ways in which alienation, violence, and hate are present. So that we too can return to this right way of thinking and to again walk the good road that has come near, to journey with God. This call that John proclaims, this message he begins, um, he, he brings us, is a call to begin walking the road that has come near. This call coming from the wilderness always calls us from one place back into community. <coughs> it's there that I couldn't help but notice the words that Paul writes to the letter in Romans, for the Romans. Welcome one another, just as Christ has welcomed you. Now here's where this message begins to get a little too real for me this morning. As I stand here today, I'm experiencing a whole new type of wilderness, my own. Yesterday, my family's home, the family, the home that my family has known for the last 27 years, burned down. They're still assessing the situation as we speak, trying to find out if there's anything recoverable. And here I am, 3,000 miles away, waiting. Yesterday I was waiting to hear if everyone made it out safe, and thankfully they did. I was waiting to hear if the fire was put out safe. And even this morning, I am still waiting for any news on the internal damages. I'm waiting for any good news. A house fire is something that no one anticipates and no one hopes for. And many people develop fire escape plans, we, we get insurance, but we never think it will happen to us. We weren't prepared. How could we be? In those moments throughout the process, all my family could do, as the firefighters did what they do best, was to wait. As the phone calls came in, all I could say to them is, I don't know. Being so far from home, away from the present, I was left not knowing what was needed most. I was left feeling powerless to know what to do next. All I could do was wait. And as I sat and I waited and I waited, I began to notice something. I began to notice the way that my family's community surrounded us. My grandma, only living a block away, became the haven for my parents and my sister yesterday. My aunts and uncles, all living close by, rushed over to help, giving my parents and my sister everything they needed for those moments, from figuring out medications to going to buy my dad a new phone that he left in the house. Friends are calling left and right, offering any way to help. We are receiving so much support in this tragic time from so many people in our community. We're receiving so much love from our community. We've been experiencing God's welcome. Last week, the core of the gospel message was to be ready, to return for the return of Jesus Christ, 
And today, very similarly, John is calling us to prepare the way for the Lord, to be ready. But as we heard last week, Christ is coming in an unexpected hour. And so does tragedy. We were not ready for such an event. We were not ready to lose almost 30 years of life that we've built up in that place. We were not ready. But what I realized is we didn't need to be. As I sat almost in shock as my parents were rushed from one conversation to the next, our family, our community jumped into action for us. Our community not only brought us in and welcomed us in, but they lifted us up. And they continue to do so for the sake of the love they have in Jesus Christ. This news is still weighing on me this morning. And I give thanks to God and for all of you welcoming, welcoming me into your place. To be a part of this community for even just one day. The waiting isn't over for me. And the waiting isn't over for Advent. The kingdom hasn't arrived just yet. But each day, I begin to take notice of the ways that God is coming even closer. As we continue into today, this week, and the rest of this season of Advent, as John the Baptist has invited you into the practice of repentance, I want to invite you into the practice of community. My prayer for you all this morning is that you too can experience the love that God pours out through community and to be drawn together by the love and the grace that God has already given all of us so that you may turn that love outward towards one another. The kingdom of heaven is near. The road has come close. Let us begin walking it together with Christ as our guide. Amen.